Uh, I want to introduce something called dwelling in the Word. So we're going to spend a moment dwelling in the Word. And so uh, think about for a minute just what it means to dwell, to, to, to enjoy. We're hosting the Word to be present with us. And this is going to be interesting. It might be a little bit uncomfortable for some of you, but I guarantee you it's going to be good. It's good for us. So the next slide is Isaiah 53. And we'll start here, Isaiah 53. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and read it. As I read it, figure out what stands out to you. I mean, sometimes we read a scripture and a bunch of things stand out, but try to focus in on one thing, one thing that you feel like God is saying to you, something that he's speaking to you and that he's saying. So uh, surely he took up our pain and bore our suffering, yet we consider him punished by God, stricken by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. We are all like sheep who have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Take a moment just to absorb and reflect on that. And before I go to the next stage of our instructions of what we're going to do, I'm just going to let you know as just a small description why we do this, okay? We, we're busy, right? We're preoccupied. We are bombarded with information and probably even driving here. On our way here, there was a really massive accident on the road and you're, you're, you're seeing all the cars. And, and sometimes you don't even realize it, but there's so much going on around you that sometimes you, you tend to not notice it, but it affects us. It affects our, our mood. It affects us. And so the, the, the temptation is to like come to church and just be like, all right, this is the next thing we got to get done. And then we got all these other things to do because tomorrow's Monday and we got to go back to work and we got to do all these things. And so we tend to like go through life quickly and, and fast and, and rapidly and and even here, we'll, we'll, we'll have a quick fellowship, and then it's like, all right, come on, come back to your seats, and you know, everything is rushed. But sometimes in that, we miss what God is saying to us. But we also may miss what God is saying to our community, to our brothers, to our sisters. And so as you focus on, on what, or you, you, you kind of take some time to think about what stood out to you, I want you to stand back up one more time. And this time, I want you to find one person that's reasonably friendly, all right, reasonably friendly looking. All right, so stand up again and uh, just find somebody who's, just take a quick minute, just one person, could be someone right next to you, could be someone across the, the aisle, just one person, and, and partner up with them, and at home, you can do this too with your family. Follow instructions, all right, just find that person, I didn't say fellowship with them, I, 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 didn't, I didn't say... I didn't say ask them for money. I, I, hopefully you found someone, right? You partnered with someone. If you haven't, raise your hand and we'll see if we can pair you up, all right? So everyone should have one person. And 
this is going to be your partner for the next few minutes. And so what, what you're going to do is you're going to take turns. I'm going to give you about a minute, a minute and a half each, and you're going to share what stood out to you and why. Like, hey, this passage, this, it means to me, this is what God spoke. You can use words like, man, this interrupted my thinking, this challenged me, this, this was eye-opening, this was revealing, I never thought about this before. You know, you just want to kind of engage a little bit more, and you're going to share with your partner. And then the next time around, the partner's going to come and share with you, and that should take about two to three minutes. And then, and you can put the scripture back up there, because we, we want to make sure you focus on it. And then, I'm just going to ask a few people what your partner said. So this is not your opportunity to say what you said. So you really want to listen to what your partner says. Now you might say, well, what, what if they get it wrong? That's okay. But it's what they got from what you shared. So go ahead and do that. We'll take about a minute, a minute and a half. We're going to share with our partner what stood out to us about this passage. And then we're going to switch up, up and the partner is going to share with you, you know, vice versa. And then we're going to have just a few people share what stood out. And I want you to share briefly what your partner, what your neighbor shared with you about what was revealed to them in this passage? Well, I actually, we had double partners because my mom is visiting. Shout out, mom. Um, And what my mom shared was she focused on six, and she was talking about how we can get so caught up in ourselves that we lose what focus we should have, and we lose focus on God, and we're here, there, but we don't take our time to really, like, focus on what it's really about. And then Jada shared about six, and she was like, I mean four, and she was like how we think, oh, I'm going through this, it's so hard, the pain and everything like that. And she was like, Jesus literally died for us. Mm. We don't have to die. It's not that deep. You know what I mean? So, Amen. yeah. Thank you. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. So, so what we kind of took from it when we were talking, we were talking about how Jesus was punished by God, took our punishments for us, and gave us salvation. So that's why when it says, surely he took up our pain and our bone suffering, yet consider he was punished, God stricken him and afflicted. We were talking about how we don't think Jesus was punished at all. He took our punishments. So he wasn't the one actually getting punished because of what he did. He was perfect. He's Jesus. But because he wanted us to have salvation, he died for us. Mm. Amen. And then, Amen. And then when he said we all like sheep have gone astray, each of us has turned on to our own way. He was oppressed. We were talking about how Jesus basically knew. He was getting led like a sheep, but he knew the whole plan. He's God. Like he knew the whole plan. He knew what was going to happen and they thought they was outsmarting him doing all this stuff, but he was like, "Nah, bro, just go ahead and do what you got to do. I got y'all." And so, yeah. <laughs> Good morning. So my partner um, focused, he mentioned in verse 6, and it's, it's easy to forget that, you know, Jesus died 2,000 years ago, and it's easy to forget that we're responsible for his death. So he focused on his, he was pierced because of our sins. And so that's what his focus was on. You know, it's very easy. That happened 2,000 years ago. I'm not responsible. But actuality, we are. And that Amen. was the focus. Uh, crazy enough, the guy who actually shared with me was like our dancer for the retreat, uh, Danae's. Um, so he was my partner, and what he shared was um, the uh, the portion. Uh, well, in the first, in verse four, 
whereas uh, surely took up our pain, bore our sufferings, yet we considered him punished by God, stricken by him and afflicted. And the point that was brought up was just like, uh, a lot of times it's popular, and what's said is just like, why would God do this to his own son? But in actuality, you know, we were the ones who did it um, because of, you know, the decisions of sin that we got into. And a, a great point that Danae's made is just like when it comes to the pains and the insecurities and all those things that we deal with now, we have confidence that Jesus took all that when he bore those stripes. So we don't have to be burdened by those things anymore. All right. All right. All right. Uh, real quick, this is a great tool. I've used this with groups for months, the same passage. It could be this passage or other passages we tend to use a lot from the book of Luke. But you'll be so surprised that if you did this again and again and again, it speaks differently to you. Because God's word is that amazing. And everybody has a different insight. And I, let me tell you something, that is privilege. Like, we don't, not everybody has that. And so it's amazing to be able to enjoy the fellowship, to be together, and to share as we dwell in God's word. And like I said before, it's so important at times just to slow down and let the Holy Spirit, through his word, speak to us. Amen?